Hello, beautiful people here that are joining me on the Volva Village podcast. Let's say that again. Volva Village podcast. I'm here. I'm Dr. Zazu Siosi. I'm a pelvic floor physical therapist, birth doula, childbirth educator, and all-around reproductive health and pelvic health advocate. And I've created this podcast to create a space for open sharing, audience questions, and pelvic floor learning in a safe environment where you can learn about your body and learn what to expect and learn how to help yourself and ask for support from the people who can give it to you. So just as we evolve throughout our lifetime and our body changes, we need to know how this is going to impact our lives before these changes happen, if at all possible, so that we can build our vulva village. This is to help lessen the struggles and create, again, more of your tribe and your supportive community as you continue to evolve throughout your life and as your body continues to evolve throughout your life. I'm coming in from a perspective where I see many people in my pelvic floor physical therapy clinic that come to me um, and that tell me almost every day, you know, I've never even thought about anything down there until I had this issue. And you don't know how many people that I see that if we even just had the basic knowledge of how our systems are ideally supposed to work or what are kind of within the normal ranges for how our reproductive systems are supposed to work and how they integrate back with the rest of our body for our overall mind-body health, Um, you know, we could avoid so many of the struggles, the tears, the challenges, not only within our bodies, but that also extend out into our relationships and our personal lives uh, just by empowering yourself with that knowledge. So I'm super pumped to be here and again, create a space where hopefully, you know, we can all learn from each other. You can learn from me, but we can also share with each other so that We don't feel alone in our journeys. That's another really big thing. I always, always have clients on a weekly basis ask me, do you have anybody else that has problems like me? On a weekly basis, I have that question asked to me. And on a weekly basis, I'm here telling them, yes, you are not alone. And it's not... um, You know, it's not anything that you have to live with. We can help you. There is help for you. And it's just about learning the basics, learning how your body works, and then getting the support and the help that you need. So I'm going to throw out a controversial opinion just at the start as we are embarking on this journey together. But it is not entirely your doctor's your mom, your grandma, your cousin, your sister, your BFF, whoever in your life, it's not their job to teach you everything you need to know about your body and how it changes throughout your life. It's your job to go out there and get credible information from compassionate and caring experts in this field and really look into how 
the current evidence and the current research can inform what might be going on with you, what might be questions or best practices that your Volva Village team should be working with you. So, and I say this not to put more work back onto you, especially if you are struggling with any sort of pelvic floor issue, um, but because there is a certain amount of responsibility and accountability and participation. That is really the word, is participation, activation within yourself to take back your power in helping to form a team that's going to help with your healing journey, but also have you play an active role in your healing journey. Our bodies are beautiful, complex things <laughs> that are actually really good at helping us heal. But there are a lot of things that can basically get in the way of that. And it's not just structural in terms of oh, your pelvic floor is too weak or it's too tight or whatever other things might be going on. But even the most well-meaning folks in our lives, even the most well-meaning providers, including myself, gynecologists, again, other pelvic floor PTs or other providers in the space may have very well-meaning comments or advice, but sometimes it's not the right advice for you. And so we have to step up as people who are empowered in our bodies to make sure that we are making decisions in collaboration with our healthcare team that feel right for us. Um, and making sure that you've got your vulva village that is going to listen to you, hold space for you, and provide you options that feel authentic and good for you is pretty much the most important thing that you can do. So we're going to dive into all of that stuff in upcoming episodes. And again, I go back to, you know, even my own, I've lived firsthand many of the pelvic floor issues that I have seen clients for before I ever became a pelvic floor physical therapist. Um, I have experienced and my first, you know, my first experience kind of coming through all of this and, and bringing this all together was when I actually started puberty and I started having periods. I was told by my loved ones that my horrendous, horrifically painful periods that left me sitting on the toilet for hours, writhing in pain, were just a part of the deal of owning a vagina. And not in those specific words, but basically that's what it boiled down to to 10 years later coming to find out uh, that I actually had a dermoid cyst on one of my ovaries that had grown so large that it was at risk at rupturing and could be life-threatening and that that was actually what was causing um, pretty much most of my period problems. <laughs> so uh, that was the first really eye-opening moment for me in my um, kind of reproductive life, if you will, of really seeing that uh, this area of our body is so meaningful in so many different ways that 
it's not just like when I see any of my orthopedic clients for a shoulder pain or a neck pain issue, uh, but because there's so much additional meaning that ourselves as individuals, our families, our cultures, our society has placed in that area, that it is sometimes very hard to just get good objective care for a problem that should have a solution. So we're going to dive into all of those topics and how everything get get into the gray because that is really where these topics kind of live. So again, you know, there is these underlying tones and topics of social stigmas and even in considering of going to um, a OB-GYN, for example, or a gynecologist, for example, or a pelvic floor PT, for example, um, as being inappropriate. Uh, when in actuality, right, if you have a toothache, you go to your dentist and that's all it is. There's no judgment that's placed on you for that, right? But this area of our body can tend to really garner a lot of judgment and not only from uh, maybe the culture and the environment that you grew up in, but we absorb all of that stuff ourselves, whether we know it or not. And going back into and finding tools to reflect on how do you feel about your body and not just, you know, your vulva and your vagina, but how do you feel in your skin and what are some steps that we can do to help you feel comfortable in your own skin so that then you can continue to evolve and grow into your own best advocate for your own best care for your greatest and highest good so that you can live a happy and healthy life feeling good in your body. So like the story that I mentioned before was my entry point into seeing how um, poor sometimes care can be um, and uh, in terms of for our reproductive organs or reproductive health with people who have vulvas and vaginas um, it doesn't have to be everyone's journey and in fact it really should have never happened that way but again when it comes to vulvas and vaginas it's not as black and white as any other area in our body or any other health problem that we come across on a daily basis. So really this podcast is here for anyone who wants to take their next step to empower themselves along their life's journey. Step into your role as an advocate for your health and your life and help continue changing how we all address and think about our bodies through both the scientific lens and also through the cultural lens and the beliefs and attitudes that a lot of times we all hold at the same time, right? And so starting to try to tease out some of these things and also being able to recognize when you are working with a provider or talking with somebody who has some of these um, not so helpful, not scientifically, you know, backed up or proven beliefs or ideas and being able to be someone that knows what's best for your body and what feels right for you. So back to really the crooks of of this whole vulva village thought process and podcast is 
we used to live in tribes and villages where we had many different people to call for assistance and guidance. And we had all of these traditions, which in some cultures do still live on. Um, but now in our current society, we have so much information that we're just inundated with. Uh, but there's little and less and less amount of human to human connection and interaction. And that basically leads to a lack of vulnerability and realness that comes up that has to happen when we are having these talks that are often labeled as TMI. Every day, generally, when new clients come in, we start talking and they share their stories with me. Inevitably, there'll be a sentence that they'll throw in that they'll say, this may be TMI. And I always say, there is no TMI here. This is about your health and every single thing you have to say to me is important. So I'm going to say that right now. There's no TMI. So right here, right now, we are real talking and diving into all of these messy topics that usually have people blushing. And even though this is the vulva village, you can bet <laughs> that I do want people who have a penis <laughs> to be listening and learning because it is a job for all of us to stand together and move our collective history forward. And that's gonna improve the future for all of us. As a note, in this podcast, I'm going to be using a plethora of different, of different terms in order to be inclusive of all. So that means I will be using the words female, male, man, woman, parents, people with vaginas and vulvas, people with penises, parents, again, <laughs> um, to be able to be as inclusive as I can for everyone because regardless of what you identify as we've all got pelvic floors and the really funny thing is and that most people don't actually know is that our pelvic floors both in what you would think of a traditional male pelvic floor and a traditional female pelvic floor they're all made out of the same stuff they're just rearranged differently and I think once we can actually understand that, then uh, we can be more understanding of each other as well along each of our individual journeys. So that's a little bit about me. Again, Dr. Zazu here, pelvic floor physical therapist and doctor of physical therapy. And we're going to dive into lots of great topics. So stick with me. And we're going to be answering questions from the audience and lots of common things and common concepts that people ask me about every single day. So you're in the right place if you're ready to learn and ready to level up in your life and basically start taking self-care to a completely new definition in terms of taking control and empowering yourself and your body. You got this, I'm here with you, let's go.